Stephanie, I'm so happy to have you here on my podcast. I remember when we first spoke, it feels like months ago, and I kept waiting, and then now here we are, and I'm so happy to share you with my audience. And for those that don't know Stephanie, let me tell you a bit about her. So this is what like I've got from you from the very beginning is just a sense of magic, but in the like little like flashes of magic and the sparkle, if you will. So, and that bodes well with your work. So as you help women remember their magic, and I like that the way you do that, which is just helping them realize they just need to give themselves permission to be able to listen to their heart. And when they can operate from that place, then they have the courage to try new things like a different mindset shift or even just experimental easy things to make life feel more magical. So I just, I'm happy to have you here to share your magic with our audiences. So thank you. I love the introduction. I've been told I have a sparkly pink aura so I don't know much about auras, but I was like, oh, I'll take that. So <laughs> it yes. resonates. So thank you. Of course, of course. And, you know, I think what would be lovely, and I've been so excited to start here, is this idea of giving ourselves permission. Because sometimes I think we're looking externally for that permission to direct us, you know, whether, whether that's how we identify ourselves or the, you know, the label we give ourselves of the role that we're playing in our life at that point, we're looking externally for that. And so I think just really um, focusing our conversation there and how, when you make, give yourself that permission that it truly becomes in shamanic terms, we call it a power retrieval to be able to feel that empowerment, to know yourself and connect with yourself and trust that inner voice and those soft whispers that have always been there. But now you're giving yourself permission to listen. I love the term of power retrieval. <laughs> it's like, like, yes, like claiming it, like you're, you're owning it and like pulling it back into you. Yes. Um, yeah, so much of our lives, we give permission up and we follow what society tells us to do as like a self-identifying, like good girl, you know, following all the rules. Um, there's nothing wrong with following the rules, but when you don't know which ones to break or bend or fill out in a way that makes you, you, you're not really you. And so that's where you need to come back and claim, give yourself the permission to stretch and really fill out that full version of yourself instead of just like the very minimal version of you. Yes. And I think that your way of thinking of it as a permission slip is so brilliant because most people can hold that idea. You know, if they think of like a power retrieval, that feels really big and scary and, but a permission slip, you know? And so I just wonder in your life, when was a time where you gave yourself that permission slip to start to go inward? Well, I mean, I came out of necessity like just that feeling of like, I, I can't 
do this anymore. And my life was not bad. It was all American average. Like it, I have a beautiful family. I had a career, like at all the things I'd done all the things, but it was just like, not enough. It wasn't like big enough for me and not in the, like I needed fame and fortune, but just, it wasn't fulfilling enough. Like there's a bigger thing in my soul that just needed to get out. And so it started after I had my second child and, you know, I'd, you know, officially done all the things. And I was like, there's like, now what? Like there's, there's more, like it was Tell me about all the things. Cause I think people need to kind of be like, Oh, that's me. Like, Oh yeah. Like I got good grades in school. I had friends. I went to college. I, you know, got the degree. I got a job. I got a great job, you know, like, and then I met my beautiful husband and we have two beautiful kids and we have a house and I had a, a career and like, I did all the things. I, I checked all the American dream things. And while I was happy, I wasn't happy. Mm. Like, just, you know, there's more. And that was just nagging at me. And so I started to go inward, like, just following the nudges of like, you know, try this, you know, like something came on my, on my path. And it started with the artist's way. Actually, it was something I'd heard about from a friend, you know, years before that, but it kind of stuck with me. I'm like, that sounds kind of cool. I'm, I'm creative. I'd like to be more creative. And it's so much more. It's Julia Cameron's artist way. It's a book, but I did it with an accountability group and just I think that was one of the first permissions I gave myself is that like I I could express myself in all these different ways and learning her way of journaling that with the morning pages just letting stuff flow out instead of self-censoring so much was liberating <laughs> to my mind and spirit. So that would be like, the first of like of this wave of the journey where it really yes. just popped out. I love Julia Cameron's artist way. And I find myself, I will drift from it. I return, I drift and I return and I give myself grace to, you know, feel like I don't have to be build a discipline practice around this and that it's always there. And the morning pages, I think, you know, I too have a really uh, deafening inner critic. So it took a while for the morning pages to just come out and let it rip without any filters or any corrections or rereading it even. So I love that that was, I, I share a similar story with that. And what I also realized is some of her journal prompts, I was writing things that I was like, where is this coming from? Cause it's not yes. the inner critic. And so yeah, it, looks... it's, it draws out, it like, it asks some questions that maybe you hadn't considered and it creates this safe space to do it. And cause she specifically says, don't reread them. Like, unless you truly choose to, like, I think there's one exercise where you do go back for that one specific thing, but it was really freeing to be like, this is just mine and my space, especially after giving so much as a wife, as a mother, as a, you know, a good employee, like it was my space. 
podcast to, to have. And then where did that take you? I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> well, and then like, it just like helped me give myself more permission, like exploring things of like, well, who else am I? What else can I uncover about myself? Like I've always known I was a little weird, let's say like, uh, but I loved that. I, I ne- never hated it, but it was just like, now I, I can more fully embrace it. Like, I know I think differently. I know I go deeper than so many people. I'm an empath, a highly sensitive person, an Enneagram nine, like all these things that I could like start to put names to then help me see like that was my magic. And that's how I could like use that as a superpower to navigate. I wasn't broken in any way. I just didn't know how to channel what was in me. And so it just kept opening up all these like different bits of permission of like, that's exactly how you're designed. Like you were meant to go in that way and like to not worry about it. Like, cause that's exactly me. <laughs> and yes. And then how did that, great. yeah, I love this. And then I'm so curious as you started to discover these things and you and like those ways of seeing yourself, how did that then appear and like your day job of like parenting and work, like at what point, like, did you find like, did they just integrate? And you were like, oh, I have other ways, excuse me, of integrating these insights or where you're like, there's something big, there's a new path for me. Like it did take time to like, it's one thing to know something and it's another to, to actually put it into aligned action. And so like also knowing my human designness of being a projector, like that's a super woo thing, which I'm sure your audience will love, but like, it just like understanding like how my energy works and not everyone's ready for the suggestions I might have. So yes, in my day job, I would try to use that, like, cause I, I can see the sides. It's like, I can step back and get that perspective and I'm, I'm a really great mediator and you know, problem solver. And sometimes people didn't like that because I didn't take their side on something when, but then slowly it started building trust and people knew that they could come to me with something they wanted to talk about or trouble that they were having and not worry that they were going to get into trouble, you know, for, you know, not following the process or oops, they screwed up. Like, and I was great at figuring out a way to solve it. So slowly like I could own that as a superpower and like really bring that in while still navigating that like some people weren't ready for that and it it would really hurt (laughs) when I'd have like this like this is how we should do it and like you know getting shot down in front of a group it's like okay (laughs) but so it was still a learning curve in there but just starting to bring it into work and my relationships just knowing like I need a lot of alone time I don't just like it I need it and so understanding like well that's why I sabotage my sleep sometimes because I didn't get enough space in the day and I stay up too late reading like one I love reading too but it's the alone time and being able to like kind of see my internal meter of like when I need it and I've gotten a whole lot better like I'm gonna go lay down like I need five to ten minutes just to like 
literally find equilibrium and lay down and I can like feel my energy like balance out take the deep breath and then I'm fine like instead of letting it spiral me down the rest of the day like I can boot myself back up so and being able to like articulate that with my spouse and my friends and just it's just the little ways you can integrate it into your life Yes. I love that. Cause I think sometimes we think of, you know, finding your magic means like changing your world upside down, but there's can be really gentle, friendly ways to bring that in. And I think you do such a great job of making it all feel so, so approachable and, you know, fun even in, in, in different ways. And so I'm curious too, just what other, once you gave yourself sort of permission, just what are some other things that you started to see about yourself that really started to were were a little bit bigger than those friendly things? And you're like, oh, now what? Well, as I did more of this introspective work and like understood more about myself and then really felt the call to like, like not everyone thinks this way. Like, and like, that's a weird thing that I intuitively do, but like other people need to think this way. And like in one of my morning pages sessions, which I admit I'm not consistent with them. Like I'm more sporadic with journaling, but I know that it's a tool I can turn to and I use it when I can tune in that I need it. But I had a morning pages session where I was like, you know, just writing, writing. And then I had the hit of like, like as the Enneagram nine, I'm a peacemaker. I, you know, I, I, peace is what I definitely want, but it, I realized it went so much deeper than that. It was like, it was like world peace. Like I want to make it a difference in the world in doing this. And so, and it, cause I feel like if people know themselves better then they can make better decisions, they can have more compassion for others. Like it, it just like, clarifies the lens that we see the world through and so that was like that next level of like I think this needs to be a thing and and that was like another permission I had to give myself of like I can be a business owner like hey and then you know did some journaling on realizing like well I kind of have entrepreneurship in my blood I didn't think of it that way but uh, like my mom wrote a book. My grandma was a realtor at 75. Like she went and got a realtor's license like way late in life. And like my mom had a, like a store growing up when I was very little. So like, I don't have my own memories of it, but like, I know that she did. So it's like, and and like my grandparents, like they had their own business. Like, oh, like this really is in my story. I didn't realize that I didn't frame it in that way. So I was like the next level of like, permission but I still had that battle of like but I have my career job I I can't let them know that I have this other business even though it's not in conflict with what I was doing but I just that was a whole story I had to unpack and ultimately that's what led to me leaving my career last year of like I have to pursue this but again that was another big permission of like you have to believe in yourself. You have to just know that that voice inside you is leading you to something for a reason and to trust. So that's what I'm doing. 
I love this because I think it's super important to realize that it's a, the permission slip is just like for your young son or daughter, there's different field trips, there's different events in one's life where you need that additional permission slip. It's not a permission slip for life, although it'd be nice. Yeah, it's not like but... the wholesale thing. It's like, uh, no, like this or like something changed about the field trip. So now you have to sign off on that now. Like you have to keep going. You have to keep un, you have to keep getting out of your own way. Like, and now that I have more clarity, I can like see that better. I can see where I'm in my own way. I'm not immune to it, but it comes to me faster instead of like continuing to swirl and coming back to the exact same place with, you know, not at a higher version of it, but truly like just truly stuck. So now if I'm coming back to it, I can tell that it's at a higher resonance. Like it's not the same problem, but maybe I haven't cleared it all the way. Yeah. So tell me, I, I love this because it's, it is so reflective of, I, th I think everyone can relate that, you know, oh, I took care of that. You know, I healed that I did, you know, this process or that process and I'm all better. And then, you know, later some other life will show us something different. And then when we start to look below that, then we're like, oh, here we are again. And, and just being, you know, from that heart place of realizing like, oh, there was just more for me to look at that I didn't see before, or now I'm ready to look at it. And so I think it's just really fun to think of that whole process in terms of different permission slips that you need through life, just like you do in school and sending your kid off. Like the terms change, like now they're stopping for lunch. So you need to sign a different version of the permission slip. So it's, I love that metaphor. I, and I also would love to know more about now your new work, you're dedicated, you left your career, you have, you know, given yourself a series of permission slips to arrive at what you're doing now. So tell me more about that. So while I was still in the career, I did start my business and that was just a good foundation setting of, you know, putting what I had learned out into the world, learning the logistics of like how to do business. And I took a business course that I met, you know, some amazing people. I still meet with my accountability person. So like having that like foundational stuff was really critical for me and helped. And all the while, like having to fight off that, like, you're not successful yet. You're not successful yet. Like, but knowing like, this is a much longer thing and that I'm just going to keep building. I still believe in myself and it, it got to the point where the job was just, I couldn't do it anymore. It was a great job. I worked with amazing people. I, I, I just had been there too long and I wasn't challenged in the way that was meaningful to me. And it wasn't their fault. It was mine. Like, but I had, I had found that challenge elsewhere and it was just time to go. So, so I've had this year now and Again, I wish I had a roadmap for how to have navigated this. Like I didn't prepare as well as I thought, but like, again, I learned a lot about myself and just like, I thought I knew enough, but I came back to it <laughs> and, you know, without 
that corporate identity of like who I am and how I really want to go forward. And that's when I really started getting serious with my business and really wanting people to know themselves better and to not just like give up on life or feel like they're, it's fine. It's fine. Like, I don't want to live a life that's just fine, but not fulfilling. So it's just been a journey of like getting clearer in my messaging and more confident. And like, even more recently being like, getting that hit of like, like owning it. It was like that next level of permission for myself of like, if, if this is a business for you, then you have to really level up. Like you have to stop not being seen. Like that was an identity I had to let go of. And so it's been magical since. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I just want to like revisit a lot of things you said in, in our conversation, because I think it's so powerful of, you know, you started with, you know, you had it all, you were living the American dream, but there was still that whisper that there was something inside that was telling you, wait, hold on. And you had to give yourself the permission then to listen and be curious and see where that takes you. And then there was, that took you far enough in your journey where then you were at this crossroads in your career, where your corporate career, where it's like, well, in parallel, you had, you know, your, your path of, you know, helping people find their magic that was blooming and opening up. But then it came to another point where it was like, okay, I need to give myself the permission slip to look at the way I, I, identify myself or how I relate in life. And so then you were able to pivot to this path. And so I'm curious, just this, you know, the journey you've been on and the ways that you've given yourself permission to explore, listen, or identify differently. What would you say is the biggest struggle there's been in giving yourself permission to change? It would be the fears. Like, like we are our own worst enemy in in getting in our own way on the journey that we're on. And as I was able to like name them better, then I could see them. I could put some distance between them and really like observe it a little bit more than like being in the swirl and like caught up. And so I'd say that was the biggest thing because like, when you start to have the perspective of like, oh, like when it's a simple task, but because it's a task for the business or because that task represents something bigger than just what it is on the surface. And these stories come up and that like, like seeing those and being able to step away and just be like, you're just like, writing something you're just talking to someone you're just sharing what you love and are passionate about just do that don't don't make it mean a thousand other things that it's not or might not even come true or like it's not for everyone but you've never been for everyone so it's important to just really know who you are and take a stand in that and like you will attract the people that are just drawn to it. And that's like, it's like your inner light, your glow, like, like you love fireflies in the summer and they're just like magical. And so that's, that's how the name came to be. Like 
a summer night around the campfire and like trying to think of what what to name this business and it's like well like like I love nature you know there's a lot of nature inspiration through it so it's like I have fireflies and like and like the scout the the seeking the knowing the like the journey so it kind of like scout has like two names two versions I'm a total word nerd so like scout the verb and scout the noun so it was just like a perfect fit and it's like that's what I want people to embody is that like that glow and the curiosity to explore life I think it's so important and truly I feel like we've kind of gone full circle of just how I introduced you of you do have a sparkle about you and they're little like it, it does feel very sparkly like each sparkle has its own little light to it and and one question I wanted to ask I kind of like to ask at the end and I'm going to frame it a little differently to for you which is when someone has given themselves permission or is considering it, but there's all these fears coming up and, and getting in the way, what are some like firefly lights of hope that, or tools or tips that you could offer someone that's looking dead on to their fears? I think one, like start to name things. So I'm a big fan of like lists and that's, again, like how my journey started out, like making a list of like, what, what are the things I love to do? What are the things I'd like more or less of in my life? Because sometimes we have a hard time with like definites, but you're like, I'd like more of this, or I like that feeling or like, so I've made just tons of lists of like things I truly wanted more or less of, or I liked or didn't like, and then try to like, see connections with it and I did that with my job like I was at a crossroads several years ago where like I had the opportunity to like kind of reframe my role a little bit and I made the list of like well what do I like about stuff and what do I not like especially in the throes of motherhood and like you know time sensitive requests were really challenging when I had a husband who traveled and two young children and child care issues like every week it seemed. So like I, I did not excel in that, but I loved relationships. I loved this. So like having those lists that I could actually look at and come back to and like see in my own handwriting made things so clear for me. And then you could, like you start gathering the evidence of them. Like you start to make some assumptions about like, well, I'm pretty good at this. These are the things I like. And then you experiment, experiment with like doing them, adding more of them into your life and then start noticing, well, like, well, how does it make me feel when I do these few things or like I wear more of my favorite color or I eat my favorite food or just you know, like, I love paper and stationery. So it's like, well, what if I like just bought my favorite pens and had more of those around or like, what are the things that like make my life more fun and just easeful and magical in a way but it's the everyday things that matter so that's what I'd say like if you're in that place see if you can notice your fears like gain some perspective and then start making the list and the list doesn't even have to have a purpose but with the general like more less like don't like categories it there's less pressure like 
you're, you're just making a list. It's yeah, it's, I think that's so powerful. And I'd like to add uh, around the list is when you're working on them, realizing what you've always been good at or what you've always enjoyed doing. Cause that's usually yes. a little hint of, of something that can help you get a sense of direction of what, how you could, you know, find your firefly of magic in life. Yeah. And like, if you're giving yourself those little boosts throughout the day, like if you know exactly what scent you love and you buy that candle, then like you get to smell that beautiful scent that you love like more often. And like, I don't know, it's just one way of like starting to get to know yourself without going too deep, too fast and like scaring yourself. But yes, it was I, just instrumental to helping me. I love those ideas. Cause I, again, just feel like you make this feel so like I can do that. Like, it doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I need to, this is going to be years of therapy to figure this out. Like it can really be something that is easy. And, you know, so I, I really, really enjoy that. And I know your website is so generous with info and you have a beautiful blog on permission slips and, you know, there's just, you're, you're so gifted at writing and expressing your your tips and the information that you share. So I invite people to follow you and to find you and, and to bask in <laughs> your generosity. And so where can people find you? Well, I write consistently in my, I call them journal entries because I'm all about journaling, but on my website at fireflyscout.com, I'm consistent in my newsletter because I like showing up there because I love showing up in your inbox. I love showing up in your mailbox, but inbox is good. <laughs> and then I'm figuring out my relationship with Instagram. <laughs> like I show up there when it's fun. So that is at Firefly Scout. That's so beautiful. I really, really thank you for your time today and this conversation. And I feel like as you know, I jotted down a few notes of things I wanted to talk on. And I think we only touch the tip of the iceberg. There's just so it's so easy to talk with you and I will definitely have you back where we can touch on all those other things. But meanwhile, I thank you. Thank you, Erica. This has been a beautiful conversation. I've loved it. Oh, the pleasure is mine. <laughs>